Hello loves and welcome back to She Podcast. I'm your host Janice. As always, I like to start by thanking you for tuning in for yet another episode. I truly appreciate you guys for tuning in each and every week. I'd also like to invite you to connect with me on Twitter at withlove underscore she. There you can give me any feedback. I can answer any questions you may have or continue the conversation. Again, that's at withlove underscore she. So on last week's episode, I discussed things that I would tell the younger version of myself or any advice I would give the younger version of myself. And at the wrap up of that episode, I dived into how I was feeling mentally, like what I was dealing with as far as my mental health and It was a really hard episode to record because I really wasn't in the headspace, but I understood that a lot of what I do is so much bigger than me. And it was so important for me to push through regardless. And as I said, that was a way of showing you guys that deal with a lot of the same things that I deal with that sometimes we just have to press through. Like, it doesn't matter what's going on around us. It doesn't matter, you know, how we're feeling. And even if we're not up to it, we have to press through and that was pretty much how I wrapped up last week's episode. I was also fully aware that a lot of times that is my attack. Like I said in previous episodes that the devil really shows his hand when it comes to, you know, me getting a new assignment or me reaching new levels because that's when my attack I feel like is at its peak. And I can usually tell by my attack that there's something on the other side of it. And that's pretty much where I was. Like it didn't feel good in the moment, but on the other end, like in my mind, I'm like, there's something on the other side of this because I'm always dealing with this type of mental space when it's time for me to level up. I started to notice that the devil would always use, like he always used the same things. Like, and now I feel like he uses a lot of his old methods and then realized that it doesn't pierce me the way that it used to. Like a lot of times, like I said, it was dealing a lot with either fear or feelings of inadequacy or like um, just getting me into a mental space where I was slip back into depression. Like, God, where did it even come from? But last week really showed me that I really have grown because as I said, a lot of times that would have been my key to just sit in that like, don't produce anything or don't give anything because I don't have anything to give. But in that space last week, I understood that I had to press through. Like you can't use the same tactics on me and expect to get the same results if I'm calling myself growing in Christ or, you know, I'm growing spiritually. So the devil uses the same attack. Like he uses the same, the same weapons and I'm going to make you mad because they're not going to pierce me the same way they used to. The way that you used to be able to use depression or anxiety or feelings of inadequacy or whatever it may be, you can try that, but you're not going to get the same results that you would have gotten a year ago. So you've shown your hand. Like, I know what you're capable of. I know what you have, you know, in your tools of what to use against me. And honestly, that's not going to work this time. Like, it's just not going to work this time. I'm not in that space anymore where those attacks would make me give up or those attacks make me stay stagnant. I'm in a space where I'm understanding that these attacks mean that there is something on the other side of this. So I'm going to press through regardless. Like, yes, I'm going to get up and I'm going to do what I have to do. I have something to do and I'm going to do it. In hindsight, I'm on the other side of everything I thought I couldn't do. So there's nothing that can be thrown my way to make me feel like I can't do something. Like everything that I put in my mind that I'm not able to do in the past, I am standing in it. I'm on the other side of everything I thought I couldn't do. 
And as always, <laughs> as it always works out, once I push through to the other side of that attack and me dealing with that depression out of nowhere, of course, that's when I was given my next assignment. Like I did have to sit in it. I did have to sit in. I did have to understand like, God, what is it that you have on the other side of this? Because it has to be something on the other side of this. And once I made it through that, whether it was through prayer or, you know, just sitting in it, but understand that it's not going to break me. Like it's not going to keep me. You can't keep me here. I'm going to press forward regardless. On the other side of that, that's when I was given my next assignment. I feel like God always does this, but he gave me two words <laughs> and i explained before that when i came into this space when i was given um i was given the word she and i didn't understand what it was or what it was going to be but i wrote it down because i knew god was going to elaborate on it later and just like that god gave me two words which was worried warrior from that i understood that it was supposed to be a book now as I've said before, I've had experience with writing, whether it was novels or, you know, fiction or fantasy, whatever the case may be. But this one in particular was um, Worried Warrior. And honestly, if anybody has heard my story, you know that I've dealt with a lot as far as like anxiety and the things that I went through mentally. And this space had showed me, this space has shown me that in so many ways, I am a warrior. Like yes i carry my cross with me my cross being fear or my cross being anxiety and my cross being depression but god made me a warrior even with all those things and you know i have a habit of running with what god gives me so when he said worried warrior um i went into understanding the true definition of worry and then the true definition of a warrior and i'm like that is me like that's me that's what god created in me like I have worry, you know, every step that I take, I'm hesitant most of the time. Like, God, I don't know if this is for me. I don't know if I'm capable of doing this. So I have worry, but at the end of the day, I have worry, but I'm also a warrior. Like I'm on the other side of everything God told me that I'm going to do, like everything that I thought I couldn't do. So regardless of the cross that I carry with me, I'm a warrior like through the tears it doesn't matter how many times God gives me an assignment or God tells me something that I'm supposed to do and I meet him with fear or I meet him with resistance like I'm worried God like I don't trust me I don't trust that I'm enough I don't trust that you've given me enough like if you're dependent on me I don't know if I can do this but at the end of the day I know that God made me a warrior so the more that I sat in that title just the title alone the more I understood what this could be but I was still at a space where I had to allow God to lead me. Like everything that I do in this space, I don't want to do nothing without God leading. Like I need you to hold my hand through the process of everything. I don't want to take steps without you because I feel like if I take one step by myself and I think like, okay, God, I got this. I did this on my own. Then it's going to put me in a space where I feel like I don't need you. And I don't want to be in a space where I feel like I don't need you. I need God for everything. So regardless of, you know, what I came up with and I did have a, you know, clear understanding of what this could be as far as the book, I needed God to lead. I still left space for God. I need you to lead me on this. Like, I need you to take the lead because I'm not going to be able to do this on my own. And anything that I put out, I want to make sure that it's anointed by you. So I sat with it for a few days. And of course, I was met with feelings of inadequacy. Like, that's almost like 
expected now anytime I'm given an assignment or God tells me something I'm always giving God like is it enough like am I enough where do I start like how I had so many questions of like how do you want me to do this and how am I supposed to word it what am I supposed to put in it what am I supposed to talk about like what is off limits it was so many things that was going through my mind or even like how long is it going to take for me to write a book it was so many questions going through my mind and each time I'm met with I'm not dependent on you to do this I do need you to bring all of you I need you to bring all of you into this moment but I'm going to meet you there to make it complete that's the whole point of being in partnership with me is you give me all of you and I pick up what you lack. So again, I'm not dependent on my own strength. I'm not dependent on my own wisdom. I'm dependent on my yes to carry me. And my yes being that, God, I need you to lead me in this. I need you to show me what you want this to look like. Not what I want it to look like, not what they want it to look like, but exactly what you want this to look like. So me feeling like I'm not enough puts me in the perfect position to understand that God had everything that I lack. And I'm brought to that realization a lot here lately because God is asking me to do things that in my mind, God, how am I going to do this? Like, how would you trust me with this? So as I learn how to navigate feeling inadequate or feeling like I'm not enough, God always reminds me that I don't need you to be enough. Like, I'm not relying just on you. So I'm always reminded that even in the moments where I feel like I'm inadequate, and I do want to get past that, honestly, I want to get past that feeling when God gives me something where the first thing that comes to my mind is, God, like, how am I going to do this? I want to get past that. But it is a learning experience for me because now I'm understanding that each time I am feeling inadequate or feeling like I don't have enough or I can't give enough, I'm always reminded that I'm not relying on my own strength. Like God gave me this knowing that I'm going to be in partnership with him. So I have to understand that I'm in partnership with him. As long as I bring all of me, I literally have nothing to worry about. And I say all the time, like I lack nothing in a lot of things I say, but now I'm having to stamp it. Like I'm having to stamp it and let it take root in me. I lack absolutely nothing. God gave me everything that I need to do and endure the things that is my assignment. So after dealing with the revelation of the book, um, I was left having to put together an episode. And typically, as I said, a lot of times I just sit and right before I'm recording sometimes, like especially in the beginning, right before I record, I'll pray like, God, whatever it is that you want me to talk about, whatever it is that I don't know, whatever you want me to say, that's what I'm going to say. And then sometimes God gives me things ahead of time. And honestly, I realize those are the times where I wake up and I don't have, I'm not in a mental space that day to create. And then I go back like, okay, God gave me the episode two days ago. So then I can rely on that. So another way to show that where I am weak, God gives me strength. Like he knows where I'm going to be weak at. So those are usually the days where 
I already have something prepared. So as I said, I was coming out of a space um, last week of just not being in it mentally. Like I was fighting, <laughs> I was fighting for my life mentally, but um, I was stuck and I'm like, okay, so God, I have nothing. And by nothing, I mean nothing. I don't know what to talk about. I don't even, I don't even have an idea. I feel like I'm going in circles and I get frustrated with myself because I feel like a lot of my episodes are about, um, you know, believing in yourself. Like it doesn't matter what it looks like. Make sure you're pressing forward and there's purpose in your process. And that's a lot of um, what I talk about. And I'm like, God, I don't want to keep talking about the same thing. Like I have nothing like you haven't given me nothing like what's up. But at the same time, I understood like I knew he would give it to me. It was just like, OK, I'm getting a little nervous. Like I got to record tomorrow. What is it? What are, what are we going to talk about? Um, I didn't understand the weight. Like, what is this weight? So yesterday I was instructed to spend the day sitting with God. Like I did my usual um, devotion when I woke up and then my prayer and then I started scrolling social media um, and then God was like, no, like you need something from me. So I need you to sit with me. So I knew I needed to be conscious of what I was feeding my spirit. So I shut down social media, I put my phone up and I turned on my sermons. And this particular sermon was Pastor John Hanna. His message was about the signs of life listening to that message he put a lot into perspective because i've asked so many times like how can i be anointed and afflicted and what i mean by that is how can i be anointed to do something like god put a he put pressure on me to produce something but at the same time i'm dealing with you know um anxiety or I'm dealing with my mental health so how can I be anointed and afflicted when a lot of times the part of affliction seems like you're off course and I'm asking God like God I'm doing everything you've asked me to do so how am I still dealing with you know the depression how am I still dealing with the sadness how am I still dealing with the anxiety how am I anointed and afflicted so as I was watching this sermon he put a lot of that into perspective by helping me to understand that part of the anointing is to press through the affliction like I'm anointed to handle it. Had I not been anointed to handle this, I would have gave up a long time ago. And by a long time ago, I remember days where I was sitting like, God, if this is all there is to me, I'd rather not be here. Like if this is what I have to deal with, this is gonna be the quality of my life, I'd rather not be here. Like I was going through mental turmoil but again listening to this message helped me understand that part of my anointing is how i carry my cross and how i carry my burdens so i still am anointed and afflicted yes but my anointed is to carry and to deal with the affliction had i not been anointed for it i would not be here and that's been my own journey like i know that for a fact so it brought me back to how I feel like I discuss um, trusting your process and, you know, just carrying your cross like we're carrying our cross. And I discuss that a lot or I'll always be open. Like I said, I am so committed to open honesty and I never really truly understood why I always circle back to this like 
it doesn't matter what I'm talking about or what the episode is supposed to be about. If I feel like I'm in a space where I'm not there mentally or I'm in a space where, you know, I'm dealing with warfare or I don't understand what's going on. I don't understand my purpose. I don't understand my path today. I have to tell you guys that. And I think mainly because I don't ever want anybody to feel like when they're dealing with, you know, warfare or they're dealing with feelings of just not having it all together. I don't want nobody to feel alone or feel like they're off track because I'm on track and still be feeling like I'm off track. So I have to be honest about these things with you guys. Like I have to let you know, like I'm here, like we in this together. None of us is going to be perfect. This path is not going to be perfect, but it doesn't mean you're off course. So I circle back to that a lot because I don't want anybody to feel alone and feeling that way. And I don't want anybody to forget, like it doesn't matter what it looks like. It doesn't matter what it looks like. It doesn't mean you're off course. We may have days where we just feel like we have nothing to offer or we'll have days where we feel like, you know, God, I, I don't feel like I'm enough today. And I don't want anybody to feel like that means you're off course. I don't want anybody to feel like that doesn't mean you, you're not in relation with God because a lot of times society will make you feel that way. Depression does not mean you're not in relationship with God. Anxiety does not mean you're not in relationship with God. So when I'm transparent about these things, it's because I want you to understand it doesn't matter what you're dealing with. That does not mean you're not in relationship with God. That does not mean God is not with you. That does not mean God is not guiding you. So I'll circle back to that as much as I need to, to help you understand that does not mean you're off track. That doesn't mean you're off track. I be knowing it's time to level up based on my attack or me being stagnant. The stagnation is like I hit a block and I be asking God, like, I'm doing everything you're asking me to do. Like, where is my creativity? Like, where is my help? So a lot of times when I'm stagnant or I hit this block, I'm just like, God, what is it? Like, what do you need from me? What am I not doing? This time I realized my stagnation was me breaking my own flow in this space. It could be so sneaky because I felt like I was doing everything I was supposed to. So I was confused and I really had to sit and evaluate myself like, is there anything in me that's keeping me from flowing? Is there anything in me that's blocking what God wants me to do? And it's important to have these moments of evaluating ourselves. It's important to stay humble and lay yourself down and examine yourself to see what it may be that you have placed in your own path to keep you from moving forward. So we have to ask God to reveal anything in us that's making us miss our mark. So I realized I was giving God his gift back while asking him to anoint what I was doing. Like I was being obedient and disobedient at the same time. And it snuck up on me so sneakily, like I didn't even notice I was doing it. I've said before that this is not something I chose, it's something that God led me to. And although I've released so much in this space and I've been vulnerable in this space, I've also held back a lot to not show like a drastic change in me. Like I didn't want to, just pop up one of those people especially being that i've been off the grid for so long and i didn't want to pop up just being this drastic like the things that god was showing me and the things that god was speaking to me i held back a lot because i didn't want to show you know a drastic change in who i am i thought me staying relatable to who i was made me more authentic 
even though I knew before this podcast, there was something just brewing inside of me. And I've said it before, like on several episodes, like the start of it, as I was like navigating, trying to figure out what was going to lead me to my purpose. There was something just brewing inside of me where I was just so anxious to talk about God, to talk about the things that God has shown me, to talk about the things that God had brought me through. And all the while, God was steady revealing things to me. And a lot of things God revealed to me, I kind of kept to myself just because I felt like if that was something that I talked about, it would make me too churchy. I didn't want to seem too churchy. I wanted to seem relatable. So honestly, I've just been given pieces because if I give you guys all of what God has given me and all of what God has shown me, I would be presenting as a new person and I wasn't ready to present as a new person. I don't know why that's so hard to accept. I didn't want to seem too churchy because I didn't want to put myself in a position to be judged and I didn't want people to miss my message by judging my mess. Like, I didn't want you to not hear what I had to say because you were so bent on, you know, who I was or the things that I used to do or, you know, the person that you still have me as in your mind, even though I'm no longer functioning as that person. I felt the more that was expected of me, the more I had to live up to. And I didn't know if I was ready for that. In my mind, the worst thing that I can fail at is taking God seriously. Like I never wanna play with God. I never wanna put myself in a position or say yes to something that I feel like I'm not fully ready for. So I feel like a lot of times that's why I held back. Like God, I don't know if I'm ready for that. Like, I don't wanna disappoint you. I don't wanna say yes to something that I can't keep myself in. But my stagnation was a sign that I have to go higher. Like this version of myself has gone as far as she can go. And that's why I was hitting the block. That's why I was stagnant. That's why my creativity was no longer flowing. I've adopted a do it anyway attitude. Like the things that I used to give so much thought about, like what are people gonna think about that? What are people gonna say? I've adopted an attitude of just do it anyway, but now I'm required to lean into that even further. Like, do it anyway. It doesn't matter what they're going to say. It doesn't matter what people are going to think about you. It doesn't matter if they're going to judge. They're going to judge anyway. Like, just do it anyway. I've literally adapted to, you know, um, not giving so much thought to things or overthinking things especially if god told me to do it like if god told you to do it just do it like this is my second episode recording and the old me i would have thought so far into this like girl your wig girl this girl like i would have thought so far into it and now i can't even give it thought i just have to move if god tells me to move i have to move like there's no more thought to go into it because god already approved it so i have to move So I'm leaning into do it anyway. Do it if they're gonna talk. Do it if you don't like it. Do it if you don't look right. Do it if you haven't figured it out. Do it, and that's another thing, like feeling like you have to have things perfected or wanting to start in a space where you got everything figured out. I am not starting from a space where I have everything figured out. I'm starting from a space where God said go. And that's all I needed. God told me he would use me mightily but I wanted to choose how I was being used. Like I still wanted control over how I'm being used and what that would look like. 
I was functioning as if I thought God created my table prematurely. Like he didn't give the thought of, am I ready for it? He didn't give a thought of, did I have the language for it? He didn't give a thought of my history not matching where I am now. Like I thought God was moving a little too fast when it came to what you expect me to do, when it came to what you want me to say. I feel like you're moving too fast. Like I need to clean some things up back there. I need to change the way that I talk, the way that people see me. You know, I need to do all this changing and the whole time God knows what he He's doing the word said if God's before you who can be against you and we say it all the time but when you put it in retrospect like God said go so why does it matter what people are gonna say why does it matter what how people are gonna judge me or how they're gonna see me or what they're gonna bring up about my past God told me to go God told me to go so as God's been pushing me closer and closer to this table, I've been pushing myself back, making sure I kept enough room in case I needed to run because I don't look like the people that you sat beside me at this table. I don't talk like them. I don't look like them. You know, I don't dress like them. So I always kept some space in case I needed to run, in case I felt like I was going to disappoint you. And God's like, no, <laughs> I need you to lean into the things that I've said. I need you to trust your process because your process may not look like the other people's process and that's fine. That's their process. I'm working on yours. I haven't felt equipped for new levels because the level of uncomfort at this level has already pushed me what I thought was past my limit. So I was comfortable with this uncomfort, you know, like, God, I... How much more uncomfortable do you want to make me like how much more exposed do you want to make me what more do you want from me i'm already uncomfortable like i'm doing things that i never thought i would do i never wanted to do i never you know expected to be in this space i never expected to be this vulnerable i never expected to be this seen god like what more do you want from me so me being disobedient was me also dealing with feelings of inadequacy like not wanting to let god down and not trusting what he's placed in me and i said in the last episode the thing that i would tell the younger version of myself is to trust what god has placed inside of me i would also have to add that trust my process um, not only what he's placed inside of me, but understanding that what he placed inside of somebody else is for them and what he's placed inside of me is for me. So my journey may not look like your journey. I may not speak like you. I may not, you know, move like you. I may not function like you. My past may not look like your past, but this is a me and God thing. And that's what I constantly have to understand that this is a me and God thing. It doesn't matter what's going on around you. And God even had me in a space for a long time where it was just me and him like nothing around me mattered like I didn't have people in my ear I didn't have nothing but God and now as I'm opening back up it's almost like he has to push me back into that space where look I need you to focus on me it's me and you and that's what I have to lean into it's me and God and people are witnessing a journey between me and God it's not becoming our journey it's still me and god it's just that you're witnessing it and that's something i have to understand too like i don't have to conform or i don't have to look like what people expect me to look like god's word does not return to him void so what he's spoken is already done like it's already done i just have to constantly keep myself in order and keep myself aligned to make sure i am a willing vessel and i'm doing everything that's in my power to make sure that 
I'm aligned with what God has already said. And that takes constant evaluation. That takes constant, you know, of God telling me like, look, you're, you're off course. I need you to focus. I need you to listen. I need you to, you know, get rid of that. I need you to take that fear. We can't do nothing with it in this season. Like get rid of that. This depression. Yeah, it's okay that you felt that way yesterday, but today we got things to do. So constantly staying in alignment, constantly checking anything that's not in alignment. My yes has actually turned into several yeses and I thought it would just be a yes. Like, God, yes, you can use me. But I'm realizing that each new level is like, God's like, eh, you ready? So if I can leave you with anything from this episode, it would be to fully lean into what God has said about you. We have not qualified ourselves. God has qualified us and all we need is a yes from him. All we need is his anointing. All we need is him to say go. And when he says go, nothing else matters. I don't know what God has told you. I don't know what God has laid in your heart, but I need you to understand that God's word will not return to him void. Like, constantly give him your yes and constantly evaluate the things that you are allowing in your life and you are allowing in your mind and your heart that may be counterproductive to what God has placed in you. We're moving forward regardless and I'm rooting for you and I thank you for rooting for me and as always I thank you guys so much for listening and I look forward to speaking to you next week. I can't take no loss. I don't even know what it costs. I hit the ground.